Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief today, but hit that like button. Let's try to get up to 500 likes. Larson, what's in the news? What's in the news? So uh, yesterday we talked a lot about the unfortunate releases of several WWE talents, furloughs of some backstage producers. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, WWE made it seem, seem like they were in uh, some measure of financial straits in their press release. However, um, Dave Melser in the most recent episode of Wrestling Observer Radio uh, goes into detail about uh, financially they're doing pretty okay. Uh, he mentions on today's show that even if WWE doesn't do another Saudi Arabia show this year, if they don't do another house show this year, if they don't make any other money off any additional merchants or uh, licensing deals, the company is still on track to make about $1 billion. Damn, Wes. Which, if they cross the billion-dollar threshold, will be the most they've ever made in any year in the company's history last year uh total revenues were about 960 million pretty close to a billion obviously but the potential exists that uh, uh they could cross the one billion dollar threshold this year if things continue as they're going um, of course he mentions that projections are down from what they were expected to be before uh covid19 however w is still on track to be profitable he estimated that if uh, things had gone normally this year, they probably would have made like $1.2 billion. Um, on the Wrestling Observer message boards, Dave got into more detail about uh, where WWE's money is coming from. Of course, he got about $470 million in domestic television deals. Um, but also, they're getting additional monies from international TV deals, of course, network subs, uh, licensing deals, um, and all that would push potential total revenue to the billion-dollar range. Uh, additionally, Melser estimates that WB is saving a grand total of $8 million this year by cutting salary, uh, averaging about $703,000 a month. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah what can you say? You can say it sucks. It sucks that they let these people go. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, man. It yeah. sucks. Given the environment we're in now, where work is uh, extremely hard to come by, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks to pull this type of crap when the financial health of the company, like they're solvent. They're not in danger of going out of business. Apparently not in danger of, be, of being unprofitable this year. 
uh, it's just to maintain a certain level of profitability, apparently, and and to you know let twenty two people go, twenty four people go, uh, maybe more now, uh, given there's some additional NXT names. It sucks. It it'd be nice if we had some amount of because on one hand this is like sort of standard business procedures. It would be nice if we had some idea as to what severance packages were being offered. Um, I mean, all these people are, are, are covered by, uh, by various forms of unemployment insurance. Yeah. Now they are. Yeah. Um, because of what's going on. So that, that's a good thing. Well, my understanding is I think PW insider between uh, PW insider was saying that, uh, everybody's getting a 90 day, no compete, which mm-hmm. I assume means they're getting paid for those 90 days. Yeah. Right. Um, and then additionally, the NXT talents as Sean Ross Sapp reported, we'd mentioned yesterday, uh, were given 30 days of pay mm-hmm. and then they're free to do what they want. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it sucks, dude. It, it really does. Um, hopefully, hopefully all these people, every last one of them can land on their feet and, mm-hmm. and hopefully the cuts that might still be coming won't be as bad as, as you know, we think they might be. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just an entirely, I mean, the, the yeah, this just sucks, man. It, it does sucks. suck. Uh, Speaking of roster cuts, after all the cuts yesterday, there was some speculation there might be even more forthcoming. uh, uh, We thought as early as today. Um, However, if Meltzer is to be believed, there might not be any more, at least on the main roster. Because again, the Wrestling Observer Radio, he said that while there might be more cuts in NXT, um, since we reported yesterday, MJ Jenkins, uh, Dan Matha, and then a few other names. John Uh, Costa? I forget his name. Um, had been released. Uh, there might mm-hmm. be some more in NXT, but apparently the expectation is to be no more uh, releases from the main roster. Uh, yeah, because yeah, that was the 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 idea that maybe there was uh, uh, the SmackDown because SmackDown hadn't happened yet. That it might be like post SmackDown because everybody was from either Raw or Two Hundred Five or NXT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's good. Um, Wrestling Inc. Also has some details on when furloughed employees might be returning to work. Noting, Wrestling Inc. has learned that employees who are furloughed received an information packet which stated they were furloughed because of, quote, current level of work available as a result of COVID-19. The pandemic was referred to as an unforeseen circumstance akin to a natural disaster. While Wednesday was the last official work day, they will remain on payroll until this Saturday when the furlough officially begins. The furlough end date is July 1st, 2020, although it was specified that it was subject to extension, quote, given the current situation and ongoing uncertainties. It was noted that while there is not a definitive end date, the expectation is that it will last fewer than six months, although WWE reserves the right to extend or terminate the furlough period. At their discretion, it was stated that they plan to keep employees informed of decisions made during that time while they hope that the furloughs will be sufficient. Uh, it was noted that layoffs might be necessary. So uh, my understanding is that the, the, the furloughed producers were furloughed uh, due to the cancellation of house shows. Yeah, but see, I don't I just yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know when that stuff's going to come back. You know, I know, I know. Like, I mean, six months from now is October. I don't know. I mean, this is this is such a fluid mm-hmm. and not looking great situation. I'm really surprised uh, they even uh, 
went so far as to say July 1st. As I know, me too. A date because that's really optimistic. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Unless, I mean, look, even the, the, the new guidelines that were issued today or the, the thing that I saw on CNN anyways, I don't know if it was like official yet, but, um, you know, the, the, the federal government is basically – you know, standing pat on, hey, this is what you should be doing in practice, but they're basically leaving it to the governors to decide what's best for their states. Um, if certain states, like ideally you want everybody to be going by the science of it. Yes. Um, and if there are certain territories, if you will, that are basically free and clear, which I don't know if any territories are going to be free and clear by July. I just don't know. Um, then, I mean, I guess some places can be opened up. I mean, some places are going to be opened up sooner than others. That's a fact because mm-hmm. they're, we're doing, they're doing this regionally. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, even like, you know, Cal, I know California, right, the latest right now is California is closed till May 6th, unless you're Los Angeles and it's May, I don't know, 13th. And I imagine all that stuff's going to be extended also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Based on and, everything the governor's saying, uh, uh, the mayor of Los Angeles, uh, yeah. they're all anticipating, uh, you know, next year, essentially, when any well, measure of I mean, normalcy not, could, when any measure of normalcy as we yeah, could, yeah. used to but it, the, could return. Yeah, there's not going to be a, it, it, there's not going to be a be, snap. This could be incremental, yeah. And, the, yeah. And, and, you know, Gavin Newsom, the mayor of California, already introduced uh, a plan you know, assuming certain criteria is met, to mm-hmm, start yeah. that incremental change. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's what the the new federal guidelines were too. They're all based on on you know criteria being met, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh. So yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's an entirely fluid situation. Um. You know, hopefully things get. You know, like again, like I say, maybe hopefully there'll be a couple strokes of luck here and there, but. And in sad news today, uh, we all learned via Twitter this morning that uh, Howard Finkel, uh, the very first employee of the World Wrestling Federation since 1975, passed away at the age of 69. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, the first employee of the company, I think he was officially hired in 1980 mm. um, as the company's first employee. Longtime ring announcer, really. The, the, when I think of wrestling growing up, uh, that's the voice I hear is his and Mean Jeans. Um, and, uh, you know, turn the, the TV on Saturday mornings to USA to watch me some WWF in the mid eighties and hearing him do the ring announcing. It was just, his voice was so th- soothing, um, uh, so personable and, and, you know, between his ring announcing the personality that actually let him show in backstage segments and such, um, he even had a match or two. Uh, it was a time when WWE where, you know, like nowadays you have talent and you have, we have like wrestlers and you have other on-screen talent back in the eighties. It just felt like everybody was in it together. You know, I know know, the far more often the ring announcers, the commentators, the interviewers would interact in talent on a far more personable level than what we see now. Yeah. It's something I miss. Yeah. That's why I like AEW so much. Yeah. Because they do that. They like, do do they, that. All the, you know, you see Jericho and, and, and Skiavone together mm-hmm. and, you know, and Britt Baker and Skiavone, uh, you know, they're all intermingled. And, yeah, that's, I think, one thing that WWE has been severely lacking. Like, I'll never forget. I'll never forget those uh, poor Dasha and that video oh, of her as a robot. 
Yeah. Um, which was absolutely hilarious and kind of true. It just feels like they're they're like either uh, so scared to go outside of a certain thing um, that they don't. And that didn't used to be the case. Like me and Gene would like check wrestlers. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, and Fink, he was just a, a character unto his unto his own, and uh, yeah, he was a very calming presence. He seemed like a very pure person, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just seemed like a very genuine, nice, pure. You don't see a lot of people like that anymore. Everything's so cynical and pandemic ridden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, so that was really sad. Yeah, um, and it's just been nothing but an outpouring of love for him on the Twitter from all sorts of wrestling personalities who cross paths with him yep. uh, throughout the years. So that's, that's always good to see, but uh, yeah, rest in peace, Howard Finkel. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Anyways, that's it for news brief. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Let us know what you guys think in the comments, smash that like button. Thanks for listening till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.